Well, hello and welcome to the Lucas Experience. Go ahead, crack open a beer and let's chat just a little bit. My show is dedicated mainly to dorky conversation, streaming, and really whatever else my brain can come up with. So, go ahead, sit back, relax, and let me massage your brain. Uh, is this, uh, is this thing on? Awesome, sweet. Hey guys, good to see you all. Um, welcome to what is the first episode of the Lucas Experience podcast. I, um, I, I really have no idea how to run one of these. I've never really done this before, but hey, I've got experience with narration and with, uh, with streaming. So how hard could this be? Now, some of you guys may be, well, more than likely, everyone who's listening to this, at least in the early days, are probably from my streaming community, so I don't really need to uh, say too much about what I do there. You guys already have a pretty good idea, and plus I kind of want to leave a little bit of mystique and intrigue for a possible, um, I gotta, I gotta stop saying um so much, bleh. But a little bit of mystique and intrigue for a new episode for the future, so I can talk about what I do, how I got into it. They'll go into a little bit as to uh, how I got into what I do uh, very soon. Anyways, I'm Lucas Jacobs, and I've lived all over the West Coast. I was born in Oregon uh, back in 1997, moved to Arizona, lived out my time there, went to elementary school, that fun stuff, went over to... California and did middle school, high school, and uh, from there, tried to figure out what the hell I wanted to do because I didn't really have any sort of direction after I graduated. I mean, I had a loose idea that I wanted to go to college, but I mean, I never really had any clear direction. I just kind of just didn't really want to do much of anything except play video games and try to just live my life. I had a pretty good upbringing, a couple little, you know, bumps here and there, but in all honesty, a damn good childhood. Um, but then I moved over to Idaho to go to college and uh, took my ex with me at the time and we went to college together. And that was probably some of the more rough patch of, well, rough patches of my life. Uh, it got really, really gnarly. My mom got super, super sick. And she she made it, but that was an incredibly difficult hardship on the family. Uh, after that, I moved over to Washington, kind of in the Spokane area, and started uh, doing what I do uh, for work right now. <laughs> and I was able to support myself and my ex, but very quickly after uh, her and I moved in together. Also, sorry if you can hear my chair. Like I said, very early days with this whole podcasting thing. I'll try to, you know get it all cleaned out and smoothed out as time goes on. But we ended up splitting, and uh, she went to Montana. I stuck over in Spokane, kept working, and just got in a really, really bad place. I didn't really get into weed all that much at the time, though I'm a nowadays a bona fide stoner, I'd like to say, even though I can't handle it to save my life. Yeah, I, uh, I wasn't in a good spot. And I took a job over at Costco during Christmas time to um, sell backpacking equipment. And uh, I, I got a lot of, actually, a lot of experience from that. I had a lot of fun. Very, very difficult work. I mean, I was on my feet for about 12 hours a day for 10 days straight, but the money was pretty good. 
made a couple of contacts and there was this one lady uh, who gave me an opportunity to sell exotic hardwood. There's a euphemism somewhere hidden in there, but to sell exotic hardwood over in Portland. I was living in Spokane at the time, and Portland isn't exactly a very easy drive to work. It's it's quite a little ways. So I had to uh, I had to pack up shop and move over there, and fuck. To anyone out there who lives in the Portland area or really any kind of large metropolitan area, I, I, I don't envy you. Your rent is just insane. I moved over to an apartment there, and the people even comped my first couple of months' rent, which was rad. They were very good to me. Though, turns out, selling exotic hardwood uh, wasn't exactly the thing that I was very good at. So, I was there for a couple of months, but things didn't really work out, and I went back to doing what my current job is, and that wasn't making very good money at the time, so there was no way in hell I was going to be able to support myself uh, with where I was living, because the fucking rent was like twelve fifty a month for a single bed, single bath. I mean, it had an ice machine and garbage disposal and uh, indoor, not indoor, but in-unit washer and dryer, which was pretty rad, but god damn, that's expensive. So, I thought to myself, I can either go back and go back to college and live with my mom for a bit, or I can live out a dream of mine and move to the coast. So I had about a month of time to figure that out before I was going to leave. I had to, unfortunately, get out of my lease, which that really stung. Same with other place, but I didn't have to pay off too much with the previous location. So, uh... After about two weeks, I was able to narrow a place down, and after a week after that, I was able to really talk to the owner. And about two days before I had to figure out what the hell I was going to do, I traveled out onto the location and saw, okay, this place this place will work for me. It was a beautiful two-bedroom, one-bath for seven fifty a month, just a hop, skip, and away from the beach. And holy shit, some of the best memories I've ever made were out there. That place was fucking awesome. It's where I learned how to surf, it's where I learned to bodyboard, I got better at swimming, I, I had a ton of fun. But it is the Washington coast, so you've only got a couple of good months before the rain starts coming in, and well, now with it being the middle of uh, November, it's, uh, it's, it's raining sideways over here. Anyway, I ended up going there, and then I found my current partner, Mandy, and her and I have been together for about a little over two years now, and around a year and a half ago, give or take, I moved in with her, and now that's exactly where I am. That is the quickest and most abridged version of my story that I could tell you. I've been around the West Coast, I have a little bit of experience here and there, and uh, as Mandy and I got together, uh, that's when we started getting into marijuana. And oh my God, we've uh, we've we started out at the opposite end of the spectrum. We started with edibles, and holy shit, those! If anyone out there has ever had those little bastards, they are they're strong, and they'll make you eat your entire pantry's worth of food. <laughs> So we went from edibles, then to smoking dab pens, and then down to joints. But that's not really what the point of this entire episode is. I can't stick on topic to save my life. But I've done a couple of things, and I've, I've been a couple of places. Just mainly on the West Coast, though I did a lot of traveling with my parents uh, when I was a kid. Uh, in terms of the other stuff that I've done, I've worked a bunch of retail jobs. I really never, it never really stuck with me. I didn't enjoy it much. 
I started streaming back in 2015 on Twitch and then started streaming as a full-time career in 2018 on another site that I will not disclose here. Uh, and it's been probably the best career I've ever had in my entire life. I have an amazing, amazing viewership of people who just have supported me ever since I started, and I cannot be more grateful. Uh, it's, it's way better than being a cashier or working in an office job or doing any kind of retail work. Really, it's the most fun I've had doing anything that allows me to make money, and that's why I try to fight tooth and nail to keep it. Uh, the only thing is, is that it's, you know, the money can be really finicky, can fluctuate, so you have to have other forms of income on the side to try to make up for any losses that you might take for one month. So that's what I do. I'm a professional, I won't say professional, but I am a full-time streamer, and uh, that's the way that I currently make my living. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, just a little bit of a background onto me. Uh, now, I'll tell you just a little bit about what it is that I do. Like I said, it is streaming, and the way that I figured it out and started doing what I was doing is I was on Twitch by shit, I think back in 2018, I think, maybe 2017, and uh, I was talking to uh, my just the people that were in there that I was struggling for money because, well, my mom wanted us to, my ex and I, to start paying rent, and it would have been for a little bedroom that we had basically our entire lives crammed in, and my ex was... Uh, a, a bit of a pack rat, so it was a fucking mess in there. That's the nicest way of putting it. Uh, so I thought, uh, I need to figure out a way to make more money. Well, someone approached me from my community and said, hey, there's a way that you could make a lot of money doing almost exactly what you're doing. It might just be a little different. And that's who I'm going to go ahead and call my mentor. And they were the one that taught me the ins and outs of the business that I was getting into, the basics of it, how important social media was, all the, you know, fun jazz that goes along behind being an, a personality of sorts. And that's just kind of where I ended up, you know, getting myself to to this day. And that's still, again, what I do. Uh, I won't really, again, go too deep into it. That'll be for another episode in the future. Holy shit, I am almost getting lost in the amount of words that I'm saying. I'm sorry if it's been a little bit of an overload. I can't help it, I suppose. Like I said, I'm trying to find my uh, find my depth in this entire podcasting thing. Anyway, a little bit more about me. I'll just let you know the sort of stuff that I'm interested in doing and I maybe some of the stuff that I plan on doing with this podcast. I don't know if it's a good thing to try to diversify, but I mentioned narrations beforehand, and I, God, I listened to narrations since I was a tween, basically. I was super into that fate, like, that craze of Jeff the Killer, uh, Slenderman, Smile Dog, uh, oh God, what were the other ones? The Rake, uh, Eyeless Jack, you know, all that OG creepypasta shit that was going on back in like 20, what was that, 2013, 2014? 
that's where I really got my interest for it. And I, you know, I've dabbled in it a little bit. I've got a YouTube channel that I haven't really done too much with. I just can't seem to remain consistent with wanting to do it. Like, I have the interest of, you know, doing it, but it just kind of fades away, which is a really sucky thing. But I could do that here, and I've been wanting to podcast for a while, so who knows? Maybe I'll bring a little bit of that flavor here. Uh, something else that I really do have an interest in, though I can't really, you know, podcast about it, I can talk about it, is surfing. Uh, when I moved out to the Washington coast, that was... Kind of the biggest thing that got me to want to do it. I mean, back when I was a kid, there was a movie that I watched and it really seemed to inspire me. So I uh, took the lessons that I learned from that and thought, huh, could I do any of it? So I moved out to the coast and after my first couple of paychecks and I got that other apartment paid off, which I only did in two months. I was pretty stoked about that. Uh, I got my first wetsuit and got my first bodyboard and I went out in the water and I got my shit kicked in. Oh my God. I first went out there without having boots or gloves on. The water was so damn cold. It made me feel like my fucking hands and feet were going to fall off. And the waves here, I don't know if any of you guys have seen how the Washington or Oregon coast is. But it's uh, very random, very sporadic, luckily very sandy, so not a lot of coral to get like, cut up on. But the waves are random, especially on really crappy days. And they can get really big really quick for no reason at all. And I found that out myself. And it's, you know, a wave that you're looking at just standing there doesn't look all that big, but when you're actually out there on your stomach looking at the waves coming at you and you don't have a lot of time to respond, it's like, oh, shit. Am I going to die? <laughs> it's like, holy shit, am I, am I actually going to be able to make it through this? Yeah, you're going to be fine. Most of the time, you're going to be just fine. Don't freak out. But I'm looking at these waves and they're coming in and they're just beating the crap out of me. And my first month of being out there, I overextended my arm on my fucking bodyboard and damn near dislocated my shoulder. So I had to take a good break from that. And now that's a persistent injury. But as I got better and kept going back out more and more, I eventually done graduated and I was able to start actually surfing, and surfing is really difficult. It takes a lot of time to get good at, and even just a lot of time to actually stand on your first wave. You're like out there paddling 90% of the time, and if you're lucky, maybe you're catching waves 10%. It's a very, very uh, stress, not stress, it's very hard on the body, but it's, it is a lot of fun. And again, that's why I originally moved out there, it was just because of the fact that I wanted to learn how to surf. And I guess that kind of leads into the next topic, which is uh, when Mandy and I got together, I don't know what it was, but for some reason, very quickly after her and I started dating, we started messing around with substances. And when I say substances, I mean marijuana. Never tried anything besides alcohol and marijuana, though I am interested in shrooms. That, that sounds interesting to me. Psilocybin. It's pretty cool stuff. Uh, but we started out with edibles. And holy shit, those... Oh, those little fuckers are strong. They will beat the crap out of you and just decimate your wallet with the amount of food that you gotta buy. 
So eight edibles for about a year, uh, somehow were, was able to actually afford to do that, and then moved over to dab pens, which is not the best for your lungs, but a lot more affordable than edibles, and uh, arguably more fun, because it doesn't mess you up. You can still, you know, like, clean or do something. It just makes anything more fun when you toke up a little bit. And then a little bit later down the line, that's when we started getting into just smoking joints and bud, which is, well, where I am now. Uh, who knows? Maybe I'm even under the influence now. I'm not. You'd probably be able to tell. All right. Now we get to move in to an actual section of this podcast that I did have planned I tell a lot of stories, and this part is going to be no exception. We're going to take a walk down memory lane and go to Mexico. All my best stories come from Mexico. Okay, so every single one of these stories is going to be coming from a teenager's perspective because that's really most of the time that I spent in Mexico. It's been a couple of years since I've been there. So... I'd say it was spring break of 2014. My buddy and I were going down there on vacation with my family. Was, my family did used to own a condo just right out on the beach at a place called Rocky Point. And oh my god, it is incredible there. But I'll go ahead and lay out the details. At this con, well, at this set of condos, there were three of them. There was phase one, which was its own set, phase two, which was its own set, and phase three, which was its own set. Phase three was never finished, and they basically just left them as gutted, husked out, derelict, tall fucking buildings. And for a couple of years, I'd been wanting to go up into them, so it was our last day there, and I was, we were just trying to figure out what the hell to do to have some fun. We tried making some friends. We met a couple of girls there. And I pointed out, I said, hey, hey, you see those buildings? You want to, you want to sneak in and climb up them? And he's like, no, 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 that's not a good idea. And I'll to protect the innocent since I'm using fake names for myself. We'll go ahead and call him Colby. So Colby and I were just trying to figure out what to do to make the last day, again, a bit more interesting. He said no to the whole idea of climbing those towers, so we kind of shelved it for then. And the day just went on, and we went swimming, we went on the banana boat, went on the jet skis, and then just started to wind down and just relax a bit. We went to the pool that night, though, and again, met a couple of people, and started hanging out with two girls, and we were just chatting, and... We eventually walked down onto the beach and just started walking up and down, trying to figure out again what the hell to do because they were just as bored as we were. And again, I look back towards the buildings. Hey, let's let, let's check them out. Let's let's sneak in. Let's see what the hell's going on in there. And the girls, they fucking loved the idea. My buddy was still apprehensive, but. At that point, I think it was kind of agreed because they already started trying to climb the fence. So, we all decided to go in and start exploring around, and this place, it was really damn cool looking, but really fucking creepy. There were hundreds of rooms on top of, I think there were like three buildings that were actually, like, finished-finished. 
Uh, but they, there were no doors. There was, you know, no paint, nothing on the walls. They were just open, just like they had just been constructed. And what we really wanted to do was to find our way up to the top floor, but we had no idea how to do that because they barred it off so people couldn't get up there. So while we were exploring, we went through, a, you know, a good amount of the rooms that were on the bottom floor because they didn't, you know, have those off limits. They should have, but they didn't. And uh, we found all kinds of shit, mostly rusted nails and stuff, so you don't want to walk around there barefoot. But there were holes in the ceiling that if you weren't really looking, you could just walk right through and fall down a whole couple of levels. Luckily, we didn't have to worry too much about that since we were on the ground floor. And we just were thinking, shit, is there any way that we can get up there? And we walked around for about a good hour and a half just exploring. We didn't want to get separated from one another because the place gave us some really creepy vibes. There were even a couple of places that were tagged. And that area was known for cartel activity, so we didn't want to push our luck staying in any of those places for too long. So eventually we got kind of bored and decided to start heading back out to the beach. And while we were walking back, I noticed something. There was one place where we could climb over the barricade and actually get through to go up. So I thought, okay... Is this worth exploring? So I got their attention. I said, hey, 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 check this out. This might be a chance for us to get up there. And they were all super interested in it. So we went over there and I tried to see if I could climb over it. And with a little bit of help, yeah, I actually was able to. So I got on the flight of stairs and went up a little bit to see if there were any other barricades. And there weren't, which was perfect. So I went back down, told them what I found, and helped the other ones up, and then my buddy grabbed my hand and I pulled him up as well, and we started going up the stairs, and it was about 16 stories up, and we explored a couple of the other stories, but what we really wanted to do was get up to the top floor. So, that's exactly what we did, and we ran all the way up those stairs. And we made it to the top floor, and I gotta tell you, the view from up there was fucking breathtaking. The lights of the town reflecting off the light of the ocean just right in front of us was incredible. And I, uh, I'm not exactly gonna say I'm scared of heights, but if I'm gonna be standing at the edge of certain death, I'm gonna be shitting myself a little bit. And fucking Christ, the girls, I, I, I wish I could remember their names, but I can't. They were, they were fearless, or I don't really know what the hell they were, but they just went up to the fucking edge and just sat there with their legs dangling over the side. And they're like, hey, come here, this is awesome. And my buddy and I were like, oh, no, whoa, 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 no, thank you. But he went first, and I... I very sheepishly made my way to the edge as well, just fucking praying like, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god, I don't want to die, I'm too young to get turned into a fucking pancake. So we all sat there with our legs dangling off the edge. They were sitting, I was lying down, I didn't want to push my luck. And um, that probably was one of the coolest experiences of my life, though. Even though I was scared shitless, it was kind of incredible to just have our legs dangling off of this... Not skyscraper, but really tall building and just being able to look over the ocean at night. It was honestly really surreal. But after a little while, we got back up and I backed off from the edge and started looking around on the top floor. And there were a couple of those holes that I mentioned earlier where you could fall down several levels. And they 
sometimes were not the easiest to see. So we were very careful and eventually we were ready to go down. I led the way going back to where I thought was the stairs and I rounded the corner to where I thought the stairs were and then boom! Fucking drop off. I stood there with one of my feet kind of dangling over the edge with my hand on the wall next to me like, ah! Oh shit, Jesus Christ! Fucking backed up as slowly as I could and said, that's not the stairway, that's a fucking drop-off. Not sure if those were my exact words, but it was probably close enough. So after recuperating from damn near shitting my pants, we found out where the actual stairs were and we made our way back down, climbed back over the barricade and made our way back to the beach and really, the entire way down was pretty uneventful after that and I'm kind of thankful for that because my god, I never have been closer to death in my entire life I think until that point. That was horrifying, but really fucking fun at the same time. So what's the lesson from this? Honestly, I, I can't really tell you. It's fun to climb up buildings, just make sure that the stairs are where they actually are. Otherwise, you might fall to your death. That's not preferable to anybody. Guys, gals, if you made it this far into the podcast, then I fucking applaud you. Thank you so much. It really does mean the world to me. I'm actually having a lot of fun. Who'd have thought that just sitting here and talking randomly out my ass for a little bit would actually feel so rewarding? I enjoy this. Anyway, what I wanted to get into before I start wrapping this entire thing up is I want to go ahead and do interviews. So I'll go ahead and, you know, probably bring a couple of people in from the industry that I work in just to you know, figure them out a little bit, talk to them, see what got them into it, why they do what they do, and uh, how it's, you know, affected their life. I feel like it probably affects everybody differently, especially if you, you know, make almost a full-time career out of it. Uh, I'll go ahead and, of course, talk about various different topics, because I don't think my podcast is going to be really a specific topic kind of podcast. It's just going to be all over the place, though. We'll probably do, like, collections of stuff, I imagine. That's what I'd probably like to try doing. But anyway, everybody, seriously, it means the world to me for you to actually stick around and listen to this. If you have any ideas, uh, go ahead and let me know. Honestly, I gotta figure out where to even post this thing. I don't even know where to post podcasts. I know you can go on Spotify, but I'm not sure that's where it's going to be to start out, so I'll just uh, figure that out, I suppose. So, everybody... Check out my socials. Those will all be linked as well if you want to keep up with what I'm doing and when I'm doing it. Uh, also, if you're curious about what I do for work and an uh, episode hasn't come out on it yet, you'll probably find out by just going to my Twitter or something. So, everybody, I don't really know how to wrap this up besides saying thank you. Seriously, you guys are fucking incredible, and I really appreciate each and every one of you. So, without any further ado, everybody, you all drive safe. And, uh, well, I guess I'll see you all in the next episode. Later.